Welcome to the Mom Talk Podcast, where we believe that being an informed mom is key to recognize problems at an early age. As a mom in today's world, facing challenges can be overwhelming, but having the right support can make all the difference. We're proud to provide helpful and trustworthy information to support you on your parenting journey. We do this by interviewing parenting experts from all over the world. Visit us at mom-talk.ca to access our podcast library and stay up to date with our latest content. Follow us on social media for more tips, hacks, and inspiration. Thank you for joining us on this exciting journey of motherhood. Welcome to Mom Talk, the talk show for moms. I'm your host, Genevieve Carla Five, and I'm with my two co-hosts, Becca E. Lewis and Heather Fox. Hi, ladies. Hi. So today we're talking about am I in premenopause and how do I recognize hormone changes in our 40s? I'm in my 40s, so <laughs> that's really curious about this with uh, Dr. Uh, Kathleen Mahana. Kathleen is a naturopathic doctor from North Vancouver, BC. So welcome, Kathleen. Welcome to Mom Talk. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Awesome. So let's start. Let's do it. So what is exactly premenopause? We want to know what it is or how do we know if we're in it? Yeah. Yeah. Really good question. So perimenopause simply defines the years before we hit menopause. So so that means we have to clarify menopause. So menopause is one full year of no period. And the average age of menopause is age 51. So perimenopause starts in the years before menopause. And this can be anywhere from two years, five years, for some people, even up to 10 years in length. So this means that, you know, perimenopause can start in the early 40s or for some people, even the late 30s. So more specifically, perimenopause is defined as uh, when the menstrual cycle becomes more irregular. So, uh, you know, plus or minus seven days, um, but we can see changes uh, even, even sooner than that, which we'll get into. Okay. Okay. So those are some of the, the signs then. Is there any other signs uh, of perimenopause to look out for? Like for myself, if, or if you're on birth control, you may not know because it's, it's more regulated or your period doesn't even exist. And are there any tests that help uh, diagnose this? Yeah, a super, super good question. So while the, you know, strict definition is the irregular cycles, uh, we actually do see a lot of other signs and symptoms even earlier than that. So uh, I like to talk about the early stages of perimenopause and then the late stages. So the early stages of perimenopause, so again, this could be anywhere between three to 10 years before menopause. So again, this could start in your early 40s. Um, so this could look like, um, shorter menstrual cycles. So if you previously had cycles that were 28 days and now they're like 25 or 26, uh, for women who are not on any contraception changes in period floats. So it's very common for women to start reporting, Hey, my periods are way heavier than they used to be. What the heck is going on? Other signs that you may notice, so this would apply to women who are on contraception. So they might see worsened PMS symptoms. So an increase in moodiness or sleep disturbances or irritability or anxiety, um, changes in sleep quality. So suddenly having a difficult time falling asleep or staying asleep or just being really restless or just having straight up insomnia. 
Um, sometimes mild night sweats can start at this stage and often these may show up in the PMS phase before the period arrives. So, you know, a, a new onset mild night sweats. Sometimes they can be other really subtle changes like an increase in cramps or breast tenderness or headaches. Um, and another really common one is waking. So a lot of women will report, you know, I haven't changed a thing about my exercise or my, my nutrition, and yet somehow I'm getting weight. So if women have any three of those changes, those could uh, signal early perimenopause. So late perimenopause. So again, this is closer to that menopause, uh, official change. So this is more the classic symptoms that you think of like hot flashes or night sweats, skipped periods or very irregular cycles and sleep disturbances. So those are kind of the signs of, um, late perimenopause. Now you asked a really good question, which is, can I test and diagnose perimenopause. And I get this question all the time, and especially in women who are on, let's say the hormone IUD, and they just have no idea what's happening with their period. Here's the challenge is there's no perfect test to diagnose or definitively say, yes, you're in perimenopause. Now we can do hormone testing. You know, there's a, a test called FSH, and this is a brain hormone that communicates with the ovaries. And yes, FSH does tend to rise over time as we approach menopause. But the challenge is, is hormones fluctuate a lot and especially our estrogen and progesterone levels. So you could go for a blood test at, you know, on one day of your cycle, but we're going to get insight into where your hormones were at in that moment that you had the test done. It doesn't tell us about how the rest of your cycle is going or how your hormones are behaving even later that day. For example, progesterone levels can fluctuate up to 11 times within one day. So the challenge is there's no one great test that will say, yes, this is it. You're in perimenopause. We really have to look at the constellation of those signs and changes, which requires a more thorough discussion and assessment, um, either, you know, recognizing those symptoms for yourself or working with your healthcare provider to recognize that. Mm. So the one thing I do want to say is that, you know, while there's no perfect test to say, if you're in perimenopause, blood testing can still be beneficial to rule out other things that can mimic perimenopause. So for example, a lot of the symptoms that I listed, you know, those can overlap with thyroid disorders. So it is useful to work with your healthcare provider to, you know, get a thyroid test done and make sure it's not changes in your thyroid. Um, as well as, you know, have a, you know, a general health checkup, as I mentioned, metabolism does start to shift and change in the forties. So having a baseline assessment of your cholesterol, blood sugar, thyroid, insulin, to name a few, I do think that is really helpful. And then lastly, the last thing I'll say on this topic is, um, you know, as we progress through perimenopause and menopause, our risk of other health concerns increases. So women in perimenopause are more likely to have new onset mental health challenges like depression. Um, our risk of cardiovascular disease increases as we age and as we lose that estrogen. And same thing with our risk of osteoporosis over time. So in your forties is really a good time to get baseline assessments done so we can understand how to support you both now and for the years to come. Wow. Yeah. This is kind of crazy because this is like, as Jen said, I'm in my forties as well. <laughs> and, but I'm also like, times are changing. And I also am a mom to young children. 
and I'm still breastfeeding. Like it's just, I, it's such a weird clash. I never thought would I would exist in <laughs> breastfeeding and perimenopause together. <laughs> so, Absolutely. Yeah, it's just so funny. Um, but so as we're kind of getting these different symptoms, is there ways to help this transition become easier? What can women do to actually treat these t- perimenopause symptoms and stuff? Yeah, yeah. And you really touch on something really important, which is, you know, this is a time in a woman's life where, you know, we're at the peak of, for some women, careers, or we have older kids or younger kids. And and then suddenly to be hit with these hormone changes is like, it's not fair, <laughs> right? So this is really a time where, you know, I, I like to say, you know, while hormone changes are inevitable, suffering is optional. And so like the take-home message today is, you know, get educated on what to expect and also ask for help from your healthcare provider or develop your healthcare team at this stage. So in short, to answer your question, there's actually lots we can do to support women in perimenopause. And so there's, you know, four take-home messages I want to say for today. So number one, as I alluded to, is like, educate yourself, learn about perimenopause and uh, work with your healthcare team to get the support that you need. Now, not all healthcare providers are trained in how to support women in perimenopause and menopause. So this means, you know, ask your family doctor if they have extra training in this area or work with another healthcare professional, whether a naturopathic doctor or a gynecologist who does have training in this area. So you can get the support that you need. So number one is educate yourself and build your healthcare team. Number two is have a proper health and hormone assessment done. So in my opinion, in my view and how I do this in my practice, what I mean by this is yes, getting a proper you know, blood work done, but also having a really thorough conversation about your health. So reviewing your hormone health, your current and your past hormone symptoms, reviewing your nutrition, your exercise, reviewing your sleep, delving into stressors, like how are you managing having young kids and the career or whatever else is going on? How is that actually going for you? What are your stress coping skills? Review of your supplements, medications, your medical history, your digestive system. Uh, How are all those things helping or hindering your perimenopause experience? And then therefore, how do we support you? So that's how I do, you know, a thorough perimenopause assessment in my practice. So then this brings us to number three is get treatment and support for your unique perimenopause symptoms. So particularly for women who are struggling with sleep issues, insomnia, crazy heavy periods, any mental health challenges, I, in my practice, I really like to get on top of those right away so that we can get you sleeping better, feeling better so that everything else in your life works well. So there's lots of different ways we can go about this. So if you're working with your family doctor, this could look like anything from antidepressants to referrals or hormone therapy. Um, From my perspective as a naturopathic doctor, I do touch on those things with patients, but I also delve into herbs and supplements. So for example, you know, black cohosh is one of my favorite herbs for hot flashes and night sweats. It works great in combination with other herbs and nutrients like magnesium 
or for women who are really stressed, I'll use special herbs that are called adaptogens. So these help us adapt to stress better. So a classic example is my favorite herb, ashwagandha. So sometimes we bring this on board as part of the healthcare routine. I'll also delve into, you know, re-examining nutrition and exercise. So again, for those women who say, you know, I haven't changed anything in my exercise and nutrition. Why am I gaining weight? Well, to that, I say, well, we actually do need to change it. You are not the same person you were five, 10 years ago. If your hormones are different now, which means that we need to approach your nutrition, your exercise routine differently. So this looks different for every person I work with, but to give a little snapshot, I spend a lot of time talking about protein because most women are not getting enough protein in their diet. And number two is bringing on board some weight training or resistance training as part of the exercise routine. So those become particularly helpful in the forties and beyond. Um, and then lastly, I do have conversations, uh, it, with my patients on hormone therapy. So actually using estrogen and or progesterone therapy. And as a naturopathic doctor, it is in my scope of practice to prescribe these. And I've done lots of extra training in these areas. And I'm really on a mission to do some myth busting for women so that women aren't afraid of these hormones or afraid of these treatments, because man, it can be really helpful and beneficial for women in menopause, perimenopause and beyond. So that's kind of like a snapshot of the options that are available for, for treating women. And then lastly, it, stress management. So across the board, I see that women in perimenopause, as we just alluded to, are have a lot on their plates and stress or the hormone cortisol. Often I see that these concerns can really aggravate perimenopause symptoms. So classic example would be stressed out women who can't sleep because their cortisol levels are high, which makes everything harder the next day. You know, you're exhausted, you're leaning on coffee, you're snacking all day long, you know, you feel crummy, it's impacting your mental health. So cortisol is a hormone that I like to really support women in at this life stage. So stress management, yes, amongst everything that's on your plate, finding ways to build that resilience to stress, whether that's like, you know, leaning on tools, stress coping, breath work, yoga, therapy, herbal medicine or supplements any or all of that can be really beneficial for managing stress levels. So that was a, a lot of things that we can do to support meri- perimenopause. And again, it all really depends on the individual because every woman is different in how this is presenting for her. So I hope that gets a good little snapshot of the, the various options available. Yeah, that's very good, uh, Kathleen. That's awesome. Kathleen, for all our moms that are listening today and they want to have more information, where can they find you? Yeah, so I have a free masterclass recording on hormones in the 40s and perimenopause available on my website, drkathleenmahana.com. So you can just head over to my website uh, and have a listen to that. That will provide lots more information about perimenopause and how you can support your body through this life stage. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, uh, Kathleen, for joining us today. And uh, for everyone that is with us, to reach us or to view all our available episodes, please visit our website at mom-talk.ca or visit the Mom Talk YouTube channel or all other uh, platform for uh, podcast platform. The Mom Talk show previously called Parent Talk Podcast and Les Parents Parle uh, Balado is a bilingual show. So check out our great episode available in both English and French. 
if you're an expert in the parenting world or if you help women, you know, or moms, please don't hesitate to visit our contact us section on our website at mom-talk.ca. We want to have you on the show. Message us. <laughs> so Mom Talk would like to thank our generous uh, sponsors, the Tri-Cities Community Television and La Société Francophone de Maillardville. If you know a mom that would benefit from listening to this episode, spread the love, share it with her. Remember, it's always important to laugh, keep learning, cherish your village, and be true to yourself. See you soon with another uh, fantastic guest. And from Becca, Heather, and I, Genevieve, thank you for joining us.